0: Good morning. This morning we're going to be in Luke chapter number 17, or Luke chapter number 19, I'm sorry. My bookmark moved on me. Luke chapter number 19, we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 10. As you turn there, I want to ask you this morning, uh, just think about it. It may not be a good question, but I just want to ask what gets people excited about Jesus? What gets people so excited that they want to see Jesus? I mean, you ever just walk into, you, you, ever, you ever seen somebody just get so excited about Jesus after you've been around them? Uh, that's a tough one, isn't it? You know, I ask you this, because I remember one time I was sitting there, in fact, a long time ago when we had Megan in uh, ballet, I think it was ballet. Yeah, it was ballet dance class a long time ago. I was sitting there with my laptop, you know, and that's back when batteries didn't last too long. I was sitting there with my laptop, and I was studying for, to teach a Sunday school lesson, you know. I've been trying to learn a long time, you, you guys. But uh, I was sitting there studying the Sunday school lesson, I'm sitting next to this woman, and I'm sitting there reading, and I just got so excited. I was reading about David, and I, I'm just about to boil over. And I turned to her, and I start telling her about David. <laughs> I start I start telling her something that I saw in there, and I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember what she said after I talked to her. She said, man, you make me want to start reading the Bible again. And that's no pat on my back, but, you know, it just got so filled up, just started to overflow onto her. So... When we look in Luke chapter number 19, we're looking at Zacchaeus. It's a small little story, you know. They have it in Sunday school class, and they sing, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was... And that's about all I know of the song. (laughs) He was a short fella. (laughs) And that's all we mostly know about him. But let's read uh, 1 through 10 here, just to get the story in our head, just just to get the incident in our head. It says, And Jesus entered... And passed through Jericho And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus who he was, and he could, and could not, for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place. He looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for as much as he also is the son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Let us pray. Amen. Now, I want to give you all a couple of warnings this morning. Warning number one is, don't get nervous, Deedee. I see the look. (laughs) She always said, don't apologize and don't tell on yourself. And I do both a lot of the times. I'm not apologizing this morning, but what I'm telling you is, as we look at this passage, I'm going to kind of go in between the lines. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to say those lines probably aren't there. But I just want to look at this story of Zacchaeus because it just flies right by us in the Bible. And I just want to look at the man Zacchaeus. And if you allow me, we're just going to kind of take a little step into Zacchaeus' life. We don't know anything about him, we don't have any other resources, but I just want to look at the man Zacchaeus, if we could, and just kind of look at him in our own lives, too. Do y'all follow me on that? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying we're going to take a little journey with Zacchaeus, and it's not necessarily written in the Bible, and I don't want you to get your Bible confused with what I'm about to tell you. But when I think of Zacchaeus, you know, he's a publican, it says. And the publican was the one that takes up taxes. Now, we don't have a lot of care for the IRS agents, right? You sit in front of the IRS, a lot of bad things can happen to you without you even trying. So you try to say as little as possible. You know, I remember uh, working at the factory, working with this old man. He told me about a friend of his. It was being audited by the IRS, and he kept everything in the shoeboxes. And he knew where everything was in those shoeboxes. And when they came to audit him, they said, okay, well, where's this? And the old man said, and he pulled up that shoebox, and he'd start going through the papers. He knew where it was but he would go through the papers. And eventually, he would pull it out and hand it to them. And he would go through that, okay. And then they said, well, where is this? And he would pull it aside. I mean, people like to give the IRS problems just as much as they like to give us problems, amen? But he was a publican. He was the one that was collecting the taxes. He's also a son of Abraham. He's Jewish. And he's working for the Roman government. So even more so, this man is not liked by his own people. I'm just saying. Just reading between the lines here, he was probably not a well-liked man. Matter of fact, we know when we read in the book of Luke, we know that the publicans and sinners are grouped together. Amen? When they talk about the publicans, they always say the sinners afterwards. Publicans and sinners. He was hanging out with publicans and sinners. And there's Zacchaeus right there, one of the publicans and the sinners. And we know Zacchaeus got so fired up to see Jesus that he, he avoided all obstacles. Not avoided, he, he got around the obstacles. He worked out a way that he could see Jesus. Now, how did he do that? He had a determination. He climbed up a tree. He was a rich man, it said. He did well. And he goes and he climbs up a tree to see Jesus. So what drove him to be so committed? to see in Jesus. Well, you know, it said he was the chief of the publicans. And being chief of the publicans, he would have had other publicans underneath him. I'm just putting between the lines. And then that's the last time I'll say that. We're going on this trip. But old Zacchaeus is there working in his office, and one of the publicans comes in, and he hands him over the money. And he says, Zacchaeus, here's the collections that I've taken up. And he starts to record it in the books and fills a bag. He said, well, that's a little heavier than normal. And he said, you sure you got your share? And he said, oh, yeah, Zacchaeus, let me tell you something. I met this man named Jesus. We were standing there talking, me and some of the other fellas. We were standing there talking, and to this man named Jesus, and he was teaching us, and he was talking about being salt and being light. And it just, I don't know, there's just something about that man. And as we're standing there talking to him, and he was a righteous man, I guarantee you, Zach, is. Those Pharisees started to make fun of him for talking to us. You know, he opened up on them with a parable about the 99 sheep and the one lost sheep. He opened up on them with a parable about a prodigal son. You know, those Pharisees, they couldn't say a word. He said, I don't know what it is about that man. He said, there's just something about that man. And I tell you what, Zacchaeus, from now on, I'm doing it right. No more more of this extra cut. No more of this funny stuff. I want to do it right. I want to be right with God. Zacchaeus said, well, okay, that's your call. That's good that you are, that's good that you are. It's more for Rome, but that's good for you are, good that you are. And uh, he said, there's just something about that man. Zacchaeus sits there in his office, and another man comes in to pay his taxes locally. And he said, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. And the fellow said, well, I've been down visiting my uncle. You wouldn't believe what I found down there. He said, well, tell me about it. He said, well, my cousin that I grew up with, we used to play together all the time. Used to live down there. Used to live up there around Gadarenes with him. We used to play all the time, but there there just came this point in time where he, he just changed. Something was different about him. But it got to where he couldn't talk to you anymore. And he kind of became violent. And, and it just got to the point where he just ripped off his clothes. He ran off into the wilderness. He was living among the tombstones. And this man was going crazy. And it broke our hearts. It broke his mom's heart. My aunt broke her heart. And he's out there among the tombstones, and, and they tried to chain him down so he wouldn't hurt anybody. And he had some strength. he just break those chains. But, you know, I I got a message from my uncle saying, your cousins, come back home. And he'd like to see everybody. So I went up there to see him, went up to gatherings. And there he was. I mean, he still had scars from the chains, and he had some scars on him from being among the tombstones and from all his life out there. He had some scars on him. He said, but he was sitting there, he was fully clothed, and he was in his right mind. He'd let somebody clip his nails, they'd gotten all gnarly, and letting somebody cut his hair because it had just grown out. Nobody could get near him. But there he was, sitting there in his right mind. And I asked him, I asked my cousin, I said, what happened? He said, I met a man named Jesus. He said, I was out there among the tombstones. I can tell you I knew what was going on the whole time. I knew when those chains broke and I knew everything else, but I didn't have control. It was like I was watching through somebody else's eyes everything that was going on. And, and, and sometimes the anger would come up in me and I would be the one yelling and screaming. And the only place I could be was out there among the dead. Out there living among the dead was the only place that I seemed to feel comfortable. And then I saw a man named Jesus they landed that boat and he came up the hill went over to him and he cast out a whole legion of spirits that were inside of me and cast them off into the swine and all of a sudden for the first time in I don't know how many years I'm seeing right for the first time and the world looks new i so bright And it's so clear, everything that I can see. He said, it wasn't too long after that, after he'd cast all the spirits out of me, the the people that had the swine, because those pigs, they ran off into the water and they drowned. But the people from the town came and they were upset about that. You know, they told him to leave. They said, get out of here. And Jesus was leaving. You know, I I went home and told my mom. But I went to find Jesus. Because I didn't want to be without him again. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take the chance of having to go of going back to where I was before. And I wanted to find Jesus. And I went back to find him. And he told me, he said, No, you can't go with me. He said, Go back home and tell everyone what God's done for you. Zacchaeus, let me. The, the change that has taken place in my cousin, whoever this man named Jesus is, I want to know him too. And Zacchaeus, he collects the money. He said, well, I'm starting to hear a lot about this man named Jesus. And so he, he tells him goodbye. Well, Zacchaeus, he's in his office and he says, well, I'm going to have to go out to this next one. I don't know. (laughs) It's hidden my favorite one to go visit. This poor woman, she's been sick for years. Her house is unclean. She's had an issue of blood for 12 years. And this woman, I I, I, I almost hate to go see her, but he goes and he knocks on the door. She hardly ever has much for taxes because she hadn't been able to work. She hadn't been able to get around people. But Rome wants me to do my job. And i got to do my job. He knocks on that door. And he stands back. And oh, he hates to see that woman. And she's so sad. She opens the door, and there's a bright, smiling face there. And he looks at her. And, and man, she's just cheerful. She's usually down. She's usually depressed. And she answers the door, and she says, Zacchaeus! I got the money right here. She goes in there, and she pulls it out, and she gives it to him. I hope that's enough, and here's some for the back. I've been able to go to work now. is. he looks at her. He said, well, that's quite a change. Did you finally find a doctor to help you with that? She said, oh, no. She said, I looked for doctors for years. I looked for doctors everywhere. I looked for doctors here and there. I did specialists. I did everything. None of them could help me. But then I heard about this man named Jesus. I heard about this man named Jesus, and I just wanted to see him. And I'd I'd heard that he was nearby. And and you know Jairus, right? Jairus' daughter, she was sick. She was real sick, and Jesus was headed toward her house, and there was a crowd around him. And, and, and I, I went out there, at Zacchaeus, and I saw that crowd. And I know I'm not supposed to be around them, but I had to see Jesus. I'd heard so much about him. I'd heard about him healing lepers. I'd heard about blind being made to see. I'd heard about the things that Jesus did in other people's lives. And I thought, if I could just touch him, if I could just reach out and touch him, And I went to that crowd and I started to push through. And and, and there was so many people there. And I just kind of had to get down, Zacchaeus. And there I was. And and I kind of got down. And I reached through. And there he was, just out of sight. He was just ahead. And I reached through. And I was able to just touch the hem of his garment. I thought maybe if I could just Tug on it and get his attention. Maybe he could do something for me. He did something for all those other people. And when I did that, he turned around. And he said, who touched me? Oh, I was scared then. I didn't. I knew I was the one that touched him. Because as soon as I touched him, I felt a change. As soon as I touched Jesus, I felt a change in my life. That issue of blood that I had for 12 years, it was gone. It was cleared up, and I knew it. I didn't have to check. I knew it was done. I felt the difference right away. And he said, who touched me? Because he felt the virtue go out from him. And he looked at me, and I was scared. Because I didn't know what this crowd was going to do to me. And I trembled. And I fell down at his feet. And I said, it was me. I did it. I've gone to doctor after doctor. I've done all that I can. I've had to live with this problem for 12 years. And it was me that touched him. You know what he said to me? He didn't turn me over to the crowd. He wasn't mad at me. Jesus looked down at me and he said, thy faith hath made thee whole. Oh, Zacchaeus. There's just something about that man, Jesus. There's just something about him. You know, after he left there, they said that Jairus' daughter had died. Jesus was headed toward his house to heal her. And, And they said his daughter was dead. And Jared started to break down. He was upset. Jesus told him, fear not. Your daughter will be just fine. You know what? She was. She was alive. She was well. She was healed. Zacchaeus, I'm working now. You'll be able to come by regular. Another seven days, this house will be clean. Anybody, I can have company and I'll have met all the requirements, and you're welcome to come anytime, even if it's just to collect taxes, Zacchaeus. But let me tell you something you ought to meet this man, Jesus. And Zacchaeus leaves the door, and he carries the money back to the office. And he thinks to himself, and he goes over these stories. Comes across another man and he, he sees him talking to some other people. And the man's talking to him. He said, You know, my son was afflicted. You all knew how my son was possessed. You all knew how he oftentimes, he would throw himself into the fire. Oftentimes, he would throw himself down, and he's telling these other people about it, and Zacchaeus walks by, and he hears this going on. So he stops, because he heard the name Jesus, and he knows there's something about that name. And he said, my son would throw himself in the fire, and, and his disciples had come, and they weren't able to cast out the spirit, but, but they took me to Jesus. And I told him what was going on. And he said, if you believe, he can be healed. You know, when he said that, I'd I'd heard about Jesus. I'd heard about what he could do. I'd heard about how he healed people. I heard about the difference he made in people's lives. But, you know, it's one thing to hear about it from somebody else. But it's another, I, I just didn't know. I told him the best thing I knew to tell him. I said, I believe, Lord. Help me, thou, my unbelief. You know, he healed my son. And let me tell you, people, there is something about that man, Jesus. There's just something about that man. He walks through. He hears another man talking about lepers that were healed. He walks a little further. He sees a man, he called him blind Bartimaeus. He couldn't see. His whole life he wasn't able to see. He just sat over there begging. He was kind of a pest. But here he was, he was walking around. blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus he sees him and he he talks to him and he says what's going on you're not in your usual spot he said oh I was blind but now I see well how did that happen he said well I heard about a man named Jesus y'all follow me on this he said I heard about a man named Jesus He said, yes, that's all I could do. I couldn't see. I couldn't work. I sat there every day begging for money. Some people would drop me some. Some people would kick dirt at me. But I heard that Jesus was coming to town. I got good ears as I got bad eyes. And I heard what people were saying about this man, Jesus, coming to town. And I heard about the miracles that he performed. And I heard about the things that he did. And as I sat there, and I heard that he was in range, I heard him talking, and I cried out, Jesus! And the people near me said, He doesn't want to talk to you. Just, just be quiet over here. And I said, he said, I just hollered louder. I wasn't about to let him get past me. This was a man who had healed lepers. This is a man who had raised someone from the dead. This was the man who, who healed the issue of blood. It's just something about this man, Jesus. I cried out louder. He came over. He healed my sight. Zacchaeus, he healed my eyes. I'm telling you, I couldn't see before, but now I can. Zacchaeus said, well, that's quite a story. Zacchaeus goes back to his office. And he thinks in himself, He goes over these stories, the miracles that he's seen taking place in other people's lives. Zacchaeus thinks to himself, he doesn't mind talking to publicans and sinners. He doesn't mind that a woman with an issue of blood for 12 years touched him and got healed. He doesn't mind that a poor beggar, a blind beggar on the side of the road was crying out to him and being a pest, but crying out to him. He said, and here I am. I've worked my way up. I'm not respected. I got riches. I didn't care about that before. I don't even care about these riches now, you know. I feel poorer than anyone else. They say there's something about that man, Jesus. Yeah. By that time, somebody else comes in to pay their taxes. And as they're paying them, they said, Zacchaeus, did you hear that Jesus is headed this way? Zacchaeus looks up. He says, oh, yeah? Say, yeah, I heard that he's coming to town. He's on his way. He's just outside of Jericho. He's working his way here. Zacchaeus takes the money, walks outside the office, and he locks the door. Closed sign for the day. He said, I'm going to see that man. I want to know that man, Jesus. And he goes out there, and as they're coming into town, and it's a big crowd of people that are kind of moving along. It's a big crowd. Zacchaeus sees them and Man, they all look like giants to him. They have all his life. And as they, they come into town, they get closer, and, and Zacchaeus, he gets over there in the crowd, and he's, he's trying to get in, but he just he, he can't quite get in, and he can't see. He, he wants to get a look at that man Jesus. And he thinks about it. He's a smart man. He said, there's a tree just up the road. There's a tree just up the road. And I bet if I get there first, because they're headed that way, I bet if I get there first, I can get a look at this man, Jesus. Zach Zacchaeus, he just wants to get a look. He runs ahead, his short little legs, carrying him as fast as they can. He gets up to that tree, and buddy, he shimmies there. He's used to climbing. That's how he used to get away from the bullies. <coughs> I told you, it's not in the Bible. We're just taking a little trip. (laughs) Y'all ride with me this morning. He climbs up that tree. And he looks out. And he can see above the crowd now. Clearer than he could ever see. And there in the crowd, he sees the top of a curly head. And as he gets closer, he can tell who's the center of attention. He's not quite sure. Which one's Jesus? He looks. Not quite what he expected because somebody that could perform so many miracles, he was almost expecting a Samson or something like that. He was almost expecting somebody that was tall and beautiful. And he just sees this plain man coming. Because he hath no form nor comeliness that we should desire him. And he comes walking down with the crowd. And as he gets closer, Zacchaeus is getting a better look. And as he's there, nobody else is looking at him. He's up in the sycamore tree. He can't be seen. And he looks down and he sees Jesus. <clears throat> and as he's sitting there looking at Jesus and pondering the miracles that have been performed by his hand, nobody could do that unless God was with him. And as he looks down there, all of a sudden, that head turns up. And those eyes... Fixed right on him up in that tree. Zacchaeus looks down and, he's, and surely he's not looking at me. Those eyes turn up to him and they say, Zacchaeus, come down. We're going to dine at your house today. All of a sudden, all those stories that Zacchaeus had heard, they were other people's stories about that man named Jesus because there was just something about that name. All of a sudden comes his story. Zacchaeus comes down the tree. They go to his house and he prepares the meal and there is Jesus, the master. And he's listening to him teach. And he's listening to him speak. And he's being honored by his presence. Nobody else would come over. The Pharisees, they hate him. The regular people, they hate him. He's the one they got to see when they pay money. When they're giving the money to Rome, they hate him. This man, Jesus, cared enough for him to sit down at his table and come into his house. And outside, he hears some of the Pharisees that have been following And the Pharisees are saying this man's going into his house if he knew what a crook he was and then Jesus stands up and defends him. Zacchaeus is overcome because now that he's met this man Jesus he doesn't want to stay the same. He feels like he's got the power to change. He says, Lord, look with me in your Bible. Verse number eight, and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him. Or fold. he's willing to give it away he doesn't care about that anymore those riches they don't mean anything the only thing that means anything is this man named Jesus and he's making a commitment he's going to change he's going he's to follow Christ he's going to get rid of those things that have been holding him back and he's going to follow Christ because there's just something about that man So I asked you a question when I started. What is it that gets people excited for the Lord? What is it? You know, Christmas time is time to look forward to. As you get older, especially when you're an only child, as you get older, you know, it's, it's more about your kids. It's more about seeing them open things. I remember... Megan's first Christmas. I don't not not to hurt my other kids, but I remember Megan's first Christmas. I'll never forget it. She was our first child. And we had spent the money and we bought one of them little plastic kitchens. You know. She was, what, one year old? And she was walking. And we had that set up for her. You know, her first Christmas that she was aware of, you know. Her first first Christmas, she just laid there and But that first real Christmas when she could walk out of the bedroom that morning and we had it all set up like my parents used to do for us. And she comes out there and she sees that kitchen. Because you, you, you can't wrap that. You can't hide that. She sees that. And she goes, for me? And you never forget that. Gratitude. She says, for me? Excited about Christmas. How do people get excited about the Lord? It's not necessarily because of what he did for somebody else, although that leads you to him. It's not necessarily for the time that he healed such and so, although that points you to him. It's the other person, you you see what Jesus has done in their life, you know what gets you excited about the Lord after you've seen all of that that goes on in someone else's life? Is when he looks up and he says, Zacchaeus, Today I'm going to dine at your house. It's when you have that personal relationship. You know, Zacchaeus didn't let things get in the way. So many times life can take over. So many times life can keep us from having that time alone with the Lord. Sometimes life can get in the way and just get us busy. Zacchaeus didn't let any of that stop him. He didn't let being short stop him. He He didn't let the fact that nobody liked him stop him. He didn't let any of that stop him. You say he 's still between the lion's key oh a little bit, but it said right there he couldn 't get in for the press, and he went to climb a sycamore tree. he found a way to spend with, to be with Jesus to see jesus and you know there, there's times sometimes we wonder why we can 't see Jesus, maybe it's because he let something stop you. Lionbar. He didn't let anything stop him. That woman with the issue of blood, she didn't let anything stop her. That man with his son who threw himself into the fire, he didn't, he didn't let the fact that the disciples couldn't heal him, his son, stop him. That, he, that they couldn't cast out the, the demon that was in him, the evil spirit. He didn't let things stop him. If you ever run dry, it's because you let something stop you. And in the best part. Verse number 10. Jesus said, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. I was blind, but now I see. Do you see Jesus? This Christmas, And the heart of this message, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, there's just something about that man. And if you want to know him, come and speak to me after church. If you want to know him right now, don't hesitate. But as she plays...